All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 288 of the world-famous West Virginia Surfer Board Podcast. Broadcasting once again from deep, deep, underneath a nondescript home in suburban Pennsylvania. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading all that jazz. Hope you're doing well. It's Monday as I record this. Labor Day. I'm off. And so is Tony. So is the younger boy, although he doesn't have a job, so he's off most days. (sighs) He's going to school. The older boy's at work, but uh, the three of us are here. And uh, it's overcast and rainy, and the sky is gray. I mean, it is as gray as I've ever seen a gray get gray. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's rainy and misty and dark. However, it's not cool. I mean, you'd be foolish enough to believe when you look out the window, man, that looks like fall out there. That looks like autumn, full up autumn, full on, full on autumn. And then you walk outside and you're like, oh, God, this sucks, you know. It's hot. It's humid and muggy and not to mention sultry. It's all, it sucks. So anyway, so it's, a, it's another day off. Uh, this is a three-day weekend for me. Coming out of a five-day weekend, that's what I wanted to talk about first. The uh, My five-day weekend, which uh, we, you know, originally it was supposed to be a trip to Cincinnati, to take in two Reds games and to do some Cincinnati stuff, some, you know, maybe visiting a couple of those uh, breweries they have there, including Rheingeist and all that, and do some, you know, visit some Cincinnati uh, restaurants, you know, maybe just do some stuff like that, right? And uh, that's the that was the original plan. And then it got uh, canceled, which is par for the course with us. We make these plans in advance. We think, that'd be a good idea. We make the plans, and then it gets right down to it, and we're like, no, we're not going to do that, you know, which kind of bugs me. You know, there's a lot of canceling of plans. I don't like that. But I had the five days off, and we decided not to do this trip. And But I kept the days off. Even though we weren't going anywhere, Tony kept some of the days. She gave some of them back because she doesn't have as much vacation time as I do. I said, we have to do something. I said, I'm not going to sit in that house for five days in a row doing nothing. And I'm not doing yard work or any of that bullshit either. Because that stuff sucks. So my life, my work life is a is it's a ball crusher. I want five days of rest and relaxation. I don't want to sit in this house in that freaking leather chair up there for days on end, staring at whatever you know, either my tablet or watch some some baseball game slash tennis match. I don't mind all that. I, I like watching baseball, obviously, and I don't mind watching tennis. But I don't want to do it for hours and hours and hours, you know. So 
Tony said, well, we'll go, we'll do a couple of day trips. That was the plan. And we had, we had it planned out. And uh, as usual, it gets time to do it. Yeah, well, is, you know, is this what you really want to do? Like one of the things we were going to go over to that buffet and have lunch, which is, you know, to me, that's like going to Disneyland. This massive, I mean, this is a high-end buffet. This is not some stupid-ass, you know, this isn't like old country buffet or some garbage like that. I mean, this is like high-end stuff. This is quality stuff. Uh, and it's huge, and it's massive, and I love it, you know. And and then and then not too far away is the uh, Trogues Brewing. I thought that would be a good day trip, right? That would be, that's my... You know, Tony can pick a day. I can pick a day. That was my day. And she said, I don't want to do that. Got right down to the end, of, you know, right at the end, like the day before. Yeah, I don't really want to do that. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want to do then? Why don't we go down to, uh, down to uh, what's that place? Down by, in Philly, this big giant mall, King of Prussia. I don't want to go to a mall on my freaking vacation. I don't have any money to spend. I don't want to go there, you know. Uh, I mean, what the... I don't want to do that. A mall? Ugh. Sounds horrible, you know? She goes, all right, well, how about, uh, you know, so we, we came up with other plans. And I, I, I'll tell you, I'll give you an update on it. In fact, this whole episode is going to be updates, all right? You ready for that? So this is an update. The The first day, day one, is of the two-day extravaganza. <laughs> day one, we went to Allentown. And went to Costco. There you go. You guys, you guys ready? For, I know. I, I don't want to spring that on you too quickly. I don't want to knock you out of your chair. No, we went down to we went down to Allentown. She sweetened the pot. With, she tried to make. She tried to dress it up a little bit. She was like, "We could go to Costco, but could also go to that beer store." This is what she calls it. That beer store, which is this massive place called Shangies place is crazy. I said, hell yeah, let's go to Shangi's. And then um, we can go to that hot dog place you wanted to go to. There's this uh, uh, legendary hot dog stand down there called Yakos. I guess they have multiple locations, but they've been in that area for, I don't know, 100 years or something. You know, I love that kind of stuff. I love an old-fashioned, like, you know, especially if it's hot dogs. I like I like old diners and old luncheonettes and stuff like that. But I, I have a, a soft spot in my beleaguered heart, you know, for a hot dog, you know, ironically, which will probably knock a soft spot in my heart. <laughs> the the fats or whatever, the, whatever's in those hot dogs will probably, probably create a soft spot in my heart, like physically. But anyway, I said, all right, we'll go down there and go to Yakos and we'll go to uh, Costco and then we'll go to Shango. No, wait a minute. Shangi's. We go to Shangi's. So that's what we did. We went down there. The hot dogs. Okay, when we were driving, I said, uh, "That place isn't a cash house, is it? Is it? Uh, you know, meaning they don't they don't take uh, credit cards." Because there was there was this place in Atlanta called uh, La Fonda Latina. It was near our apartment. It was a it was a uh, Cuban restaurant in Little Five Points, and it was fantastic. I mean, really good. Everything was cooked on a wood fire, you know. Oh, man, I love that place. We went there a million times. But they had a sign over the, uh, you know, behind the cash register that said, this is a cash house, you know, meaning they don't take any kind of bank cards, any kind of credit cards. 
So that uh, I I use that phrase a lot, and she does too, uh, because of that sign that we uh, reference a lot. You know, so um, I said that place isn't a cash house, is it? She goes, I don't think they have those anymore. I think pretty much everybody takes credit cards. I'm like, all right. I mean, I don't know. Some of these old places, you know, they don't. They're stuck in their ways, you know, like a racist uncle. <sighs> like what? They're stuck in their ways, like a racist uncle. Anyway, um, what are we talking about? Oh, so we went down there, and we went. We 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 followed the GPS, and it, it took us, you know, back and forth, cross, you know, all this stuff, through these streets, many, many turns, and we finally end up at this. At the Yakos, and uh, we we get out of our car, we walk up to the door. It says uh, we do not accept uh, bank cards or credit cards, cash only. I said, "There you go." <laughs> I think I mentioned this. She goes, "That's all right. I think I have some cash." So she looks in her purse and she has thirteen dollars. Thirteen dollars, right? I said, "I said, why don't we go to a?" I said, "Let's go to an ATM. I can get, I can grab a twenty or something." And, you know, we can, then we can just get whatever we want. She goes, this will be fine. So then we have to go in there and we have to like half step, you know. You can't get, you can't just run wide open. You can't do the whole Yakko's experience. I mean, I ended up getting two hot dogs and she got one hot dog, which she would have generally probably got two. I don't know. She says no, but that's what, I don't know. So I feel like she was like cutting corners. And then she, we, we shared an, uh, an order of fries. Bullshit. You know, it's bullshit. And shared a soda. Cost $11. I said, this is not the fullest. Oh. I mean, I, I, you know, I can't blame Tony for that. I mean, I could have stopped at Sheets and grabbed some money before we left town. Right when I said, this isn't a cash house, is it? I could have said, well, I don't know about that. And just gone to Sheets and got some cash. Right. But she said, no, it's, I don't think they have those anymore. It's like, all right, good. I don't have to worry about it. And then we get there. Anyway, so the hot dogs, eh, they're all right. <laughs> they weren't all that great. I mean, they were fine. I like, I, like a good, uh, I like a good hot dog, especially at a historic place. It was good. It was a, it's not like it was bad or anything. It's just, eh, it didn't blow me away. Um, it was fine. The, 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 what do they call them? French fries. The crinkle cut fries, they were fantastic. They were better than hot dogs. So anyway, that was good. So we went to Costco, we walked around in there, bought a bunch of stuff for the house, you know, like coffee and just, you know, staples for the house, you know, things that we always buy. And, um, you know, looked around, I looked at their electronics. I'm always looking at their laptops. I got it in my head, I want a laptop again. Because my laptop, you know, when you, when you turn it on, you can go, you may as well just go, I mean, you could go take a shower. You could go, I don't know, drive over and pick up a pizza and eat it. And then by the time you get done, it might be booted up, you know. And it's not even that old. Don't start me down that road. I have, I have uh, conspiracy theories about that. But anyway, my, my laptop is not. It's so slow now, and, um, and it's stripped down to its bare minimum. There's not a whole bunch of stuff on there. That's what Tony always accuses me of, like, oh, you got you probably got the thing bogged down with so much crap. No, there's no crap. There's no bogging, all right? There's not a drop of bogging on that thing. So anyway, I always look at the laptops. I look at their, I look at all that stuff, all the electronics. I even look at, like, uh, the stuff like, uh, like um, you know, security cameras and stuff. 
I mean, I'm no interest in buying those. I mean, not really. But I always look at them because they're cool. So I love gadgetry. And we walk around through the store and we, um, you know, there's always stuff in there. Unlike Sam's Club, there's always stuff in there. Like, I've never seen this before in my life. I didn't even know this stuff existed. I, I wouldn't know. Who thought of this? I mean, you know, it's cool. It's fun. I mean, whoever the buyers are at, at, at Costco, they do a hell of a job because they, they're all, it's always interesting, right? And then we... We walk through the food part and we buy whatever we, you know. I look, I look at all the, the, like that area in the food section. If I had a Costco near me, they have these like meals already made up. You just buy them and, uh, you know, the, the things are fantastic. You know, it's, uh, anyway, I'm a big fan of, of Costco, right? So we went through there and then we went to Shangi's, the uh, the gigantic beer store, and. Um, we bought almost $100 worth of beer in there. We bought three 12-packs of, uh, one of them was a Sierra Nevada, a new Sierra Nevada. Bought a 12-pack of that, which we had not tried before. I think it's called something like Hoppiness or something. I don't remember. It has the word Hoppiness in the title or in the name. And then there we bought some, uh, there's this uh, brewery in Iowa called uh, Toppling Goliaths. Bought an IPA, a 12-pack of their IPA called uh, Pseudo Sue, which I'd never seen before. I, we'd had toppling Goliaths before, but not that particular beer. And I looked it up on Beer Advocate because I'm not, I wasn't familiar with it. I use, I use that as a rule of thumb, Beer Advocate website. You know, they they rate beers, and it rate they rated this uh, Pseudo Sue 99 out of 100. And they placed it in the world-class category. I said, hell yeah, we got to have that one too. So I bought that. We we bought that. And then the last one was some, or no, or something. The other 12-pack was something called Sloop Brewing or something. I think it's from New York. And it was, uh, it's just a, it's a, like a multi-pack. It had four different uh, beers in it, three each, you know. And then we bought a... Uh, four pack, four sixteen ounce. I can't remember what that was. Oh, it was three Floyds, some kind of three Floyds. Also highly rated. So we put that in the fridge downstairs, and that shit's uh, that'll you know that'll be there for a while. Hit that here and there. Excellent, high end, fantastic. That place is huge. They have every beer that I've ever heard of, and a whole bunch of beers I've never heard of in there including imports, but most of it's just American uh, craft beers. Like the front room, and the front room is giant, is full of American craft beers. Oh, man, it's, it is like a, it's, it's like Disneyland to me, you know? You go in there, I'm like, oh, my God, you know? And then you, some of the stuff I never heard of before, so I look it up on Beer Advocate and the you know, I mean, they give you a rule of thumb. I mean, I don't always agree with them. Sometimes they rate things too high. Sometimes they rate things too low, in my opinion. But um, that'll give you a general idea. This is not, you know, hey, you, you can keep walking past this one. You know, they're they're generally right on the money. They're either, they, you know, they can tell you if something's really good or something's mediocre, you know. And then within the very good or the outstanding category, then you can you can rate it higher or lower than they do. But anyway, so, we, you know, we did that. And then we went back. There's another room. There's multiple rooms in this place. I mean, the place is massive. And um, 
there's this room in the back, and it's huge too. It's not small, where they have all like the mainstream stuff, like the the Miller lights and the Coors lights and the uh, you know all that stuff. You know the Paps blue ribbon and all that stuff. There was something I'm looking for, and it was a. Uh, it was uh, instigated by a conversation I was having with one of my friends the other day. He said, do they still make Schlitz? <laughs> I was like, that's a good question. I don't think I've ever seen it, like, lately. I don't think I've seen it lately. Schlitz. So I looked it up. It said that it uh, is being made by Pabst. Pabst bought them at some point. And I was reading the whole history of it. Schlitz, into the 70s, you know, and, and prior was one of the top beers in the United States, you know, and that's the way it was when I was a kid, you know. When I was a kid, or when I was young, Schlitz was one of the big beers in the United States. Lots and lots of people drank it, and then it went downhill. There were people, it went out of, fell out of favor, and I was reading about it, said that they, in the 70s, they started cutting corners and trying to cut costs, and they were changing and swapping out ingredients that was cheaper. And they were tightening up the processing time, trying to do it faster than they had before. Because the way they were doing it before was, you know, relatively expensive. So they were trying to trying to cut costs on this stuff. And it affected the, 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 the flavor of the beer and people abandoned it. Plus, they had apparently they had some kind of weird advertising in the 70s. I don't remember that. I sort of remember it. I remember them calling it uh, Grab the Gusto or something. They used the word gusto, you know, Schlitz, uh, you know, Grab the Gusto or whatever the, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and um, But anyway, and it, it, that thing turned people off too. And the, uh, So anyway, that, they, they shot themselves in the foot, you know, unforced errors. They went down the tubes, right? But at some point, re- fairly recently, in the 2000s, Paps bought them and started brewing it again using the original 1960s and, and before recipe. I said, I'd like to taste that. You know, I'd like to taste I don't remember. I probably never tasted it. I've probably never tasted the original. I don't even know. I'm sure I've had Schlitz back when I was young, but I don't remember. I don't remember it. And I, I, I guarantee I never tasted that 1960s version, you know. So I was like, I'm, I'm gonna see if they have that. But if they have, if there's any place in this country, <laughs> or at least in this area, that would have Schlitz, it would be that place because they have everything. So I went back in the room where they they have all the hams and all that stuff, and all that stuff, all you know, all, all the mainstream stuff, Miller High Life, you know, Miller Genuine Draft. You know, Budweiser, all that stuff. All that stuff's in there. And, I, and there's a guy working there. He goes, "Do you need anything?" I said, "You guys, do you guys ever sell Schlitz anymore?" He goes, "Huh? Come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen it here." It's like, man. He goes, "I've never. I don't think we've ever had that ever since I've been here." It's like, damn it. So I don't know. I don't even know if it's still being made. <laughs> Have you seen Schlitz lately? Anyway, so I, I I don't know if I'd have bought a case of it, but I'd like to see if they had it. You know, if they had a 12-pack, I might buy that. Anyway, they didn't have it. They don't have it. The guy says he's never seen it, which is crazy. So that's what we did on day one. Day two, up until that morning, we were going to go to that buffet. And she said, all right, let's just go to the buffet, and then we'll go, you know, 
And I said, let's not go to the buffet if you don't want to go. I don't want to go and sit there and enjoy myself, try to enjoy myself, while I know in the back of my mind that you don't want to be there, that you don't want to drive that far. Well, that was her objection to it. It wasn't the actual buffet. It was too far to drive. It was like two hours, over two hours each way. That is excessive. I understand that. What else are we going to do? Sit in a leather chair and look at, uh, look, look at our tablets? Ugh. So anyway... So I said, let's just do something else. She goes, all right, well, let's go to that hometown. There's this place here, that there's this place near us, you know, in this area that I've heard people ever since I lived here said, have you been to hometown? Why don't you go down? Why don't you just, you know, go down to hometown? I'm like, what in the shit is hometown? You know, what is that? So, um, I, you know, I asked, and it's like basically it's a, uh, it's a gigantic farmer's market slash flea market. I'm like, I don't know about that. It's not really in my wheelhouse. Eh, I don't really like you know, flea markets. I don't know. I don't, you know, I, I like them better than Tony does. Tony hates them, but um, I don't. You know, you go into those things and it's basically just junk. People's junk, you know, from their basement, and they're trying to sell it. You know, that doesn't really. I, I mean, there is a little bit of a treasure hunt element to it, where you might find something interesting and mixed in somewhere. So I have that a little bit, you know, I have that in me, you know. I might find the, you know, you know, piece of gold here in this uh, in this in this cess, cesspool, you know. <laughs> Maybe a chunk of gold here in the cesspool. But um so anyway, um so I said all right, that's fine, you know, cuz I I'm, I've been curious about it cuz I've heard so many people talk about how great it is. Like I don't know, how could a how could a farmers market be quote great. So we went down there, and, um, you know, it was massive. It's pretty damn big. Huge buildings, like several huge buildings just here and there. I mean, there's, like, no order to this thing. And a lot of the stuff's outside. Some of it's inside. And it's, like, uh, I'd say 60%, maybe 70% flea market, 30% uh, farmer's market. And they had, you know, they had the stuff that you would expect. There's a lot of socks, a lot of socks at these flea markets and these swap meets. I don't know what the story is with that. Do people think they're going to, like, make a business? I guess maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. But everywhere you go, every time I've ever gone to any one of these things, there's always multiple sock vendors, you know, just tons and tons of socks. A lot of flags, too. Like tons of flags. I don't know, socks and flags. So there's a lot of that. And um, and then there's just the people with, with just crap from their basement, like I said. You know, the, the standard stuff. But mixed in was farmer's market stuff and, uh, you know, baked goods. or like food stands where you can get, like, hot dogs, pizza, pierogies. I mean, this is the upper pierogi belt, so, the, you know, that kind of stuff. And there were Amish, a lot of Amish. I mean, there was more than a smattering of Amish. And they were all selling their stuff. They were selling uh, baked goods. They were selling, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, basically baked goods. <laughs> you know, that's what they were selling. And, um, and ice cream. We found this place that had ice cream, you know, run by Amish and it was like 
They had like six different flavors. I just went with the standard chocolate. I got a cup of chocolate, and Tony got something else. I don't remember. I just keep it simple. It's, it's like homemade. It's like made that day probably, you know. And that was, I don't want to get hyperbolic on you guys. You know, God knows I don't want to get hyperbolic. But that was perhaps the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. So good. So incredibly good, you know. And it costs like three bucks or something. Oh, my God. So fantastic. And we bought like uh, some donuts at this at this vendor. You know, one of their, anyway, I think we bought like a bag of, like a bag of, uh, what do you call them? The cookies, chocolate chip cookies, and some other stuff, you know. And there's all kinds of like vendors. And they, there's a place where you can buy, there's multiple places where you can buy like uh, Amish uh, furniture, you know. We were looking at it. Nice stuff, but good, good Lord, that stuff's expensive. Like this chair that you put on your porch or something. That thing's like $975 or something, you know. Like, whew, I don't think so, you know. But there's a ton of Amish there. They were making pretzels. You know, they were they were serving up. Uh, there was like a meat counter, all kinds of stuff, you know. And um, it was interesting, you know. We spent several hours there and um, had some good food, you know. We bought we filled a cooler up with produce. I bought some new sunglasses, <sighs> and we just walked around and took it all in, you know. Just strolled through there. I don't know. I mean, I'll go back. I'd be I'd be willing to go back. I do have some uh, observations about the Amish, though. I don't know if there's different. I have no idea. I don't know much about it. All I know is uh, what I believe, and in, 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 you know, and it feels like there's a lot of stuff going on there that uh, kind of uh, you know made me question what I believe. Maybe I'm not right. I mean, I know you might find it's hard to believe, but I could be, could be incorrect. Like, so the, most of these shops and the, or these little stands were uh, being uh, run by, like there was a, like an, an adult standing in the back, you know, kind of supervising. And then they have like young, young people running, like ringing people up and taking people's money and stuff. They were like generally teenagers, you know, so so young people, and they were. Uh, I was I was I was watching them, and they were dressed in the Amish. You know, the the way you would expect Amish to be dressed. However, there were some telltale signs, or there were some things that I, I that made me huh, go, huh, interesting. You know what I mean? Like uh, like I saw this girl wearing uh, like Converse high tops, <laughs> an Amish girl. Uh, I saw I saw somebody wearing uh, wearing like uh, Nike uh, sports socks, you know, like socks with the Nike swoosh on the side of it. I saw a guy with, uh, you know, he had his hair was all uh, like he had like highlights in his hair, like some you know hipster, like some pretty boy at some any high school. Go to any high school. His hair was like all like uh, like the frosted tips or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. And he had an earring. This is, this is an Amish. He's an Amish. And uh, the the girls had like makeup. I saw a girl with braces. I don't know. They're like I saw people with cell phones. Amish people. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're actually not Amish. 
Maybe there's something else. But they're uh, Amish adjacent. I don't know anything about it. I know very little. So I could be completely wrong. Some of the stuff, they all seem nice. Everybody was nice. Had no problem with anybody. It's just you think that they don't do any technology. I mean, that's the that's the cliche, right? That's the way I believe. That's what I've been told. They're, they're, they 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 don't use any kind of technology. They're in there like looking at Facebook or something with their with highlights in their hair and an earring, wearing a Converse high tops. It's like really weird. So anyway. Um, but the that that uh that ice cream, holy crap, was that good? And those cookies were good. Well, I had one of them. You know, we bring them back here and they're just gone. They just disappear. I had one of those donuts that we bought there. I ate that on the way home. I ate that while I was driving. And then I ate one of the one of the cookies, and then everything else disappeared. I think there was a pie. I don't know what happened. I had nothing. I had none of that. It was all gone, you know. But that, I'd go back there. I definitely would, you know. I mean, it's not super exciting, but you know, it's a, it's, it's interesting, you know. It was a beautiful day. The sun the sun was shining. The, the the humidity was low. It was a good day. So we did that. That was what we did. Our two days. Let's follow up on that. Follow up on sunny uh, Chinese carry out i had a scare there recently where i ordered a sweet and sour chicken it was terrible and um, i was like what is going on this place is like going downhill and they added a 99 cent uh what do, what do they call it like a convenience fee is what they called it 99 cents to order online what kind of bullshit is that it's not like they're delivered it to our house. You order it online, then you go pick it up, and they, they charge a $0.99, cents, quote, convenience fee. One of going I should just go, huh, anyway. So that irritates me, and they're not super nice anymore. I wouldn't say they're rude, but they're cold, you know? It's like, what is going on? This isn't, and then I got that sweet and sour chicken is what I ordered, and it was terrible. I mean, I, it wasn't good. You know, and I was like, oh, my God, this place is going downhill. It's one of my favorite places. And I, I'm always defending it against the boys. The boys are, like, a little snooty. And, I, you know, I'm always like, are you serious? This place is good. And they're like, no, it isn't. I mean, it's fine, but it's not good. It's like, oh, well, I'm sorry, Mr. Lord Fauntleroy. You know, if this is not up to your high standards. You know, so anyway, I'm always, you know, I'm always defending it. I'm always on the defensive about it, you know. And now it's going downhill, or I, or so I, I believed. I think I might have ordered the wrong, or either I ordered sweet and sour pork by mistake, or they gave me sweet and sour. I think it was pork, because it was like little squares, like the, you know, the chicken, the pieces of chicken and sweet and sour chicken are all different sizes, right? These were all the same size, and they were square, and they were small, and they were, like, dark, you know, and gristly. It was gross. I was like, ah, oh, this thing sucks. What is, what is happening, you know? So I, I decided I was going to get back up on the horse, and I'm not even sure. It might have been horse, as a matter of fact. Now I think about it. I think it was like, I get knocked off, I'm just going to climb back up on the horse, and I'm going to order it again. I, I, I ordered it yesterday. Ordered sweet and sour chicken, and I and I have a follow up for you. It was fantastic. So I think I ordered the wrong thing, or they they messed up my order. Although the woman at the window, the pickup window, you know, I paid the ninety nine cents, which irritates me. I don't like that. If you want to add, if you have to recoup some kind of, you know, cost, 
increase, that's fine. But put it in the price of the the food. You know, I don't want another line item. Once you add that line item, it irritates me. You know, that pisses me off. So I paid that reluctantly. And then I went over there, and she wasn't very friendly. I mean, what is going on? They were always super friendly. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same people. I don't know. I mean, I can't tell. I mean, I I don't pay close enough attention. It's just like young teenager types in there, and a, and a main guy. The main guy's still there. I see him lurking in the background. I don't I don't really pay. I mean, they're they're interchangeable uh, teenagers. You know. She wasn't very friendly, and, I, and there's a you have to sign the piece of paper, and you have to you know, and then there's a line on there for a tip. I just put a line through it. I just wrote, drew a line right through the where the tip is and handed it back to her, signed it. Like next time they're probably gonna put a you know a little extra added surprise in there for me because of that shit. But I'm not tipping her after I did the 99 cent thing, and she didn't do anything except give me a bunch of attitude. At the window. I, I mean, I used to have a, a rule before COVID that it, I don't tip at the counter and I don't tip at the window. You know, if I'm having to pick it up, if I'm doing all the work of picking it up, I'm not tipping you. All right. If you bring it to my table, if you bring it to my house, it's a different story. But COVID kind of, I felt kind of sorry for these businesses and I'm trying to help them. So I always tip them. But yesterday I just drew a line through it. Took the thing home really good, so I don't know. Maybe they're all right. Maybe, you know, I feel a little bit of relief, you know. I was on the verge of writing off Sonny, and that, that made me sad in my soul, but I feel like it's okay. And the final follow-through, follow-up, I mean, follow-up, is uh, the these cats, these outdoor cats the people across the street have. They wander around, and they, they're they just murderous, you know. They have a swagger. They have this attitude of, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, you got you got something to say, you know. That's that's their attitude, and they just have a swagger. And they, they just kill things. I mean, they just, it's like a – they just leave a path of, like, destruction, death and destruction. It's like the summer of Sam out there. I mean, they're just killing birds, and I don't know. I don't really – who knows? There's killing stuff. They're they're killing machines. They're out there lying in wait, and every once in a while you can see their head drop. You know, they're what they're staring at something, and then their head drops, and then it's on. Then it's it's like it's just a bloody mess. <laughs> they're just murderers. You know, it's like mass murderers. So one of them, one of these cats, lives on the. I mean, they live across the street from us, but they don't hang out there. They hang out. One of them hangs out at a neighbor's house. One of them hangs out on our porch, like lays up in, in the rocking chairs on our porch and um, sleeps up there. And it won't let you pet it. You know, I mean, you can't. I mean, you, you approach it and it'll just dart off, you know. And um, so I won't let you pet it. But, it, you know, it, it's getting it was getting less and less uh, skittish. It was... It wasn't totally afraid of us anymore. I guess it had a little bit of trust in us because we never messed with it or anything. But it would never let us pet it or anything. Then Tony started giving the thing salmon. Those people went on vacation. She started feeding it salmon. And then uh, the older boy started putting water out for it. So now it's like, all right, I guess you guys can pet me. You know, it sold out. It's everything it was about. You know, it, it sold out everything that it believes in. 
for a handful of salmon. You know, thing has no integrity. It's a murderer, and it has no integrity whatsoever. So now you can just go over, over to it, and I mean, you can't be you can't be stampeding over there. You all, you know, you have to ease over there, and I'll let you pet it. You know, so that's a big that's a big thing. It's been years. It's been several years, and I've never been able to pet that cat. And it hangs out on our porch all the time. That guy, the neighbor over there, he goes, "Y'all don't mind if he uh, hangs out on your porch, do you?" I said, "No, not at all. We love we love cats and animals and stuff. You know, well, not all animals, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Cats and dogs." He goes, "All right, you know, that's the way they are. They always pick a porch, and the other one, I can't remember their names. I can't remember their names, but anyway, the other one." lives over here hangs out over here and and then this he he hangs out on your porch i said that's cool no problem so anyway now we we sold its soul for a handful of salmon in a tupperware container full full of tap water (laughs) cheap it sold its soul for you know for cheap so anyway so that's an update on that that's pretty cool and finally, the final update. This is a uh, message that I received from our old friend Ian in Scotland. It's from a while back. Somehow I missed it. It got past me. That's my fault. It's a follow-up also on something we talked about. And here it is. Hey, Jeff. It's Ian in Scotland. So I've just listened to your episode um, where my uh, previous recording was played. about... Dennis the Menace. Um, did a bit of research on uh, the internet, and we're both right. Um, there are two Dennis the Menaces. According to Wikipedia or, or, or somewhere that read on the internet, they were apparently born on the same day, born created, <laughs> born created on the same day, which seems pretty bizarre if that's a fact. And they both have got like catapults. One's got a dog, Scottish one's got a dog. Um, an Abyssinian wired-haired tripound, I believe. Um, an American one doesn't. But uh, yeah, born on the same day. That sounds like um, industrial espionage, comic <laughs> industrial espionage. Um, but it could just be a bizarre coincidence. I know these things happen. Your man, McLeod, the uh, the lost cowboy in Manhattan. Dennis Weaver played McLeod. And he was also in Gunsmoke, which I'm not familiar with at all. We never got Gunsmoke in Scotland, but he was in it. Check it out. Um, old McLeod was in your program Gunsmoke, which you mentioned in that episode. Okay. That's a short one, Jeff. Keep up the work. Bye. Yeah, I don't know. I, that that blo- You mentioned Ian about Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace saying that it was a Scottish comic. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, originally when you said that, I was like, what? You mean Mr. Wilson and Margaret and all, you know Tommy, all that? They they weren't Scottish. I mean, what? But then, but then I, I, I did some research, did a little bit of research, and you're, I mean, obviously you know what you're talking about, but what in the heck, how in the heck is, is there a Scottish Dennis the Menace 
that's not exactly the same. And it's edgier than the American version. And, and they, they made their debuts on the exact same day, two different artists, apparently not related to each other. What the? Well, I need to dig into this more. How is that even possible? How could there be two Dennis the Menace and both of them appeared in different countries on the same day by created by different artists and they're both about little kids like you know uh, boys who are like uh, mischievous but they're not I don't know the whole thing makes the whole thing makes my brain hurt I need to do more research on that you know that that blows my mind I think I was mentioning uh the comic books and stuff that I used to read, and and Dennis, I mentioned Dennis the Menace. I used to buy Dennis the Menace books, Archie, you know. I used to get comic books like, uh, like uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Like uh, GI Combat and Sergeant Rock, those old World War World War Two comic or you know comics. And I, and I mentioned Dennis the Menace, and you came and said, "What you reading a Scottish comic?" Like, no, man, I'm talking about, you know, Dennis the Menace, you know. So anyway, that, that blows my mind. You know, another cartoon, I always thought Dennis the Menace was kind of funny. It wasn't edgy, you know, not like the, apparently the Scottish version, but it was uh, wittier than a lot of them because a lot of them are lame. You know, you look at comics, especially in like in the newspapers back in the old days, a lot of them were just stupid, you know, extremely lame. There were a few that stick out in my mind that were funnier than most. And Dennis the Menace was one of them. Another one was, uh, uh, all right, you ready for this? Funky Winker Bean. <laughs> they have one of those in Scotland, Funky Winker Bean. Um, another one was Herman. Remember that? That was a single panel. That was one of those single panel comics. That thing was funny. That thing was legitimately funny. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it. Is it gone? I don't know if they're still making that. Herman. That was great, you know? And, um, you know, there was a few that were funnier than most, but uh, most of them were lame, including Peanuts. I know everybody has a soft spot in their heart for Peanuts, but, um, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um... It was all right, I guess. But um, but uh, Dennis was funny, and so was the Funky Winker Bean, and so was uh, Herman, especially Herman. That was one of my favorites. So anyway, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Call anytime you want. Uh, you're always welcome here. And um, the rest of you, that goes for you too. Give me a call, 570-290-8151. Give me a call around the clock, 24 hours a day. You know, make a comment suggestion question whatever call me up we need more people to call in it seems like it's kind of like it goes in uh ebbs it ebbs and flows you know and we're in an ebb you know this is definitely an ebb so give me a call let's let's, let's correct that problem also if you want two of these a week instead of a measly one you want two episodes a week instead of just one it's easy to fix. You can fix that problem by going over to Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode every week. Helps me a great deal. It's only $4 for you. So um, you get an extra episode every week. 
I'm a little off track, but every week where there's a main network episode, there's a corresponding Patreon episode, so you get an extra episode just for signing up. It's patreon.com slash jeffgay, so if you're interested in that, check it out. And um, also, the surfreportpod.com website is up and running. It's been up and running for a long time. It has some uh, expanded show notes, links, photographs, extra stuff. You know, it's a value-added service. So check that out, too. Surfreportpod.com. So, um, and that'll do it. You know, there's more stuff. I like the $5 scratch-off project. The less said about that, the better. We'll just move along. That thing sucks. That's a sucker's bet. I mean, I always knew it intellectually, but I always thought, well, if I buy uh, if I buy fifty-two ten-dollar scratch-off tickets, one of them's got to be worth a thousand dollars, right? Got to be. No. Um, or if I bought uh, hundred four five-dollar scratch-off tickets across a year. I mean, one of them's got to be worth $500 or $1,000 or $10,000, right? No. <laughs> no. You know, a sucker. If you buy those things, you're a sucker. Yeah. And I buy one every week. I buy two every Saturday, two $5 scratch-offs. And every time I scratch them off, and it's like nothing, just nothing but heartache. That's all I get out of it, heartache. And I feel like an idiot while buying them. You know, I walk up, uh, give me two uh, $5. And I'm like, oh, God, I feel stupid. You know, I feel like an idiot, you know. But anyway, you can check that out if you want to over at uh, the WVSR.com slash scratchoff5. I'll put a column in there where I, where I compare where we stand with, the, you know, week 31 or whatever we're in. You know, each week where we stand. And and then I put a new column in there versus where I stood with the the same week on the ten dollar scratch off project, so you can compare, and you can see that they're very close, and I am starting to develop a uh, uh, you know a conspiracy theory, you know what I'm saying? Because if you get out in the thing, it's very close, you know the the winnings versus the losings. Very close. All right. Need I say more? <laughs> All right. We're at the end of this thing. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you guys for everything. The next one will be over on Patreon. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. I mean, it is as gray as I've ever seen a gray get gray.